Welcome to Despirituality. We're excited because uh, what's going to begin here today uh, is a series of podcasts that are going to talk about reading the Bible, which some people consider that their favorite thing to do, and other people consider that not so much a favorite thing to do. And then we're also going to be talking about, in specific, parables, uh, the parables of Jesus. Now, this is a real interesting one, right? Because uh, not many people I know think in terms of making a complete diet of the biblical reading based on reading the parables, but we're going to encourage people to do that, especially if you're new to the Bible, because the uh, as you'll learn, the entry to reading the Bible by reading the parables, it can be both illuminating and entertaining uh, in the spiritual sense. But before we get into the different segments that you'll hear in the next two or three podcasts, which will talk about our new parable series, uh, and then we'll talk about um, uh, the specific parable, Parable of the Sower, we're going to get to that in upcoming episodes. But today we want to talk specifically about the power of reading Scripture, and I've got two friends here, Ray Kim and uh, Mike Query, and Ray actually wrote uh, the uh, Parable of the Sower episode of our series, and we're grateful for him doing that. And Mike was our managing editor of all the Parable series work that you'll be receiving. There'll be uh, eventually uh, articles on the uh, web at dspirituality.com. There will be a podcast like this one, and there will be uh, some videos that will come out that you'll be able to watch. And so hopefully we can encourage you and strengthen you as we encourage and strengthen our own faith, which is in great need because of the uh, disruption of the pandemic, the difficulty of life from everything from mental health to physical health to financial health. Uh, there's just so many strains on society, political uh, upheaval and war. And there's just so many things that are uh, uh, attacking our faith. Uh, we need uh, all of us to be able to read the scriptures and find faith. And today we hope if you stop reading your Bible, if you don't like reading your Bible, um, if maybe reading your Bible has become a little boring lately, we hope these uh, series of podcasts and the content that will be coming out will help you with that. Uh, and to begin, again, I want to talk about the power of reading Scripture. And I want to start out by just reading a Scripture in Deuteronomy 17, Mike and Ray, and then you guys will be able to enjoy uh, a little discussion with me about that. Deuteronomy 17, verse 18, and the New Living Translation says this, when he sits on the throne as king, and don't all of us want to be king or queen or something? <laughs> That's what Bruce Springsteen said. He said, you know, he said, everybody, everybody wants to be a king. When he sits on the throne as king, he must copy for himself this body of instruction on a scroll in the presence of the Levitical priest. So when the king sits down, he's supposed to actually make a copy for himself of this body of instruction on a scroll in the presence of the Levitical priest. He must always keep that copy with him and read it daily as long as he lives. That way, he will learn to fear the Lord his God by obeying all the terms of these instructions and decrees. This regular reading will prevent him from becoming proud and acting as if he is above his fellow citizens. It will also prevent him from turning away from these commands in the smallest way, and it will ensure that he and his descendants will reign for many generations in Israel. So there's a few things, and I'll just get Mike and Ray to comment in a moment. The thing that really captures me is it says that the king is asked to copy the instructions. 
I know I personally like writing down scriptures. It takes time. It can be slow, but writing them down by hand, we know from uh, studies that have been done that when you take notes, your retention and comprehension increased. And so it makes sense that when we memorize scripture or when we write it down, it goes a long way. But the king is told to write it down and make his own copy. Imagine if every one of us had to make a copy of the Bible and write it down instead of get a copy given to us. We have digital copies, print copies. We have so many different copies. We have audio Bibles, which is so exciting. And then it says, you get, he says to him, he says, you got to keep the copy with you all the time. So you don't go anywhere. You don't do anything without that copy with you. And you have to read it daily as long as you live. So let's just talk about those three things. They wrote, he had to write down the scriptures he had to keep the scriptures with him and he had to read them every day. And it said if he would do that, it would keep him from being proud and he would remain king forever. So let's forget about being a king or not a king. Everybody, man, you know, everybody's a king of their own house, king of their own apartment, king of their own whatever they want to be king of. Doesn't matter. That's not the point. The point is here's a guy who's going to face a lot of responsibility and leadership and influence, whether you're an influence on your your family, your friends, your workplace, wherever you're an influence, the Bible tells us if you get into it, it can do things for you that really nothing else can do for you. What strikes you two guys when it comes to the power of reading scripture in that passage? Uh, why don't you jump in there, Ray, and then we'll get Mike. Man, this is a, a really great passage. I think about the whole process you were saying, Russ, about copying. I know for me, um, sometimes I could try to read the Bible, but there's so much going on in my head, in my heart, so many emotions, so many different distracting thoughts that nothing's, I can't get anything out of it. Right. But I remember someone told me, hey, sometimes you should actually write down the scriptures because it, it would actually make me have to slow down internally and emotionally. I'd have right. to act, it, would, it would make me slow down, put my anxious thoughts, all my emotions kind of on calm mode, so I can actually listen. And that's the first thing I, I thought about the copying, not just for the sake of copying. Um, I remember growing up, um, a teacher, I went to a, a religious school and they would always say, hey, just write these verses down. I'm like, okay, what, what for? And I just kind of do it at a rote and pointless. Fast forward later on when someone, some friends actually showed me, hey, here's, there's a lot more you're missing out because you're so much in a hurry that you don't, you don't get. So slowing down copying, it just makes me actually have to slow down and think and not just think, but figure out, okay, how does this actually apply to me versus just some intellectual insight or knowledge? So that's the first thing that really hit me. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, uh, similarly, I think the, the copying thing stood out to me, I, you know, it made me think of, you know, in, in college, I didn't do very well, right. In school. <laughs> and, uh, uh, part of that was cause, you know, I would go and read a textbook or something and just try, try and get through it. Right. I'm like, let me just, I'm supposed to read this book or whatever. Yeah. And, and lecture, same thing. I'd show up. I'm like, okay, I got it. If I'm here, it'd be fine. But I would never take notes. I would never like put much work into trying to process things. Right. right. And, and I would look at the guys who are successful and they just have these thick, you know, notepad, notebooks like filled with like highlights and everything. And I always thought that looked kind of nice, but I'm like, what? <laughs> 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 oh, that's kind of cool, I guess. But you know, I don't want to do that. But, um, 
but I, you know, so I, I think the, you know, so there's a reason I, I did poorly, right? Like, and so I, when I, when I have tried to read the Bible and, and like you said, like write things down, uh, I mean, I think a couple of things, one, yeah, agree retention. Like I'm, I'm, I'm way, I find myself remembering scriptures more, the ones that I've written down because it like, like Ray said, it forces you to stop. It takes like a long time. My writing's bad. So sometimes I have to race and start the word over, you know, but then it drills it in. But then also like, I feel like my personality attaches to it a little bit mm. better, you know, cause I can, uh, uh, you know, highlight certain sections or emphasize things more that like stood out to me, you know, like there's like a word, like heart, I can make that big block letters, circle it. And I don't know. So I know it's like a practical thing, but I, I do, I, I like how Ray put it too. Just even like, we do need to slow down. I'm usually starting in the morning. I go from a phase of, of, you know, cause I'll try to read my Bible in the morning and I start off just completely zombie dead. But then really quickly I'm into, oh gosh, there's all these things to do today. And my mind starts to go. Right. Uh, so I kind of need that, uh, whatever can sort of stand in, in, in between that to sort of uh, allow me to take the scriptures in and be still, you know. And, uh, you know, it's, it, it, what's interesting is probably a large number of people have a deterrent to reading in general. So it's not personal to the Bible, mm-hmm, meaning right. they may have a dyslexia or another type of learning disability. Uh, they may have an auditory processing challenge, which then makes it difficult to tune out the various things going on and the noise, noise going on around them. And if you're listening right now and, and you have friends who maybe don't read the Bible or don't want to read the Bible or aren't inspired by reading the Bible, take this on as uh, some help that you can learn to give to your friends. They're not going to probably listen to a podcast on the power of reading. Maybe they will. <laughs> power reading scripture. Maybe they will, but they don't have to. You can be the individual who inspires someone else uh, to read the scriptures. But it's important that we understand, well, why don't we read the scriptures? I know for me, many times it was because I didn't want to hear what the scriptures had to say. It made me feel uncomfortable. Uh, I know other people who it is incredibly difficult to read print uh, Bibles, whether that's on a computer screen or it's Uh, on a physical uh, Bible. And so what I recommend is the audio Bible. I think they still are making DVD Bibles, and that counts as reading. So someone said, well, how do I copy an audio Bible? Aha, a little magic for you. (laughs) Check me. By listening to it more than once. That's how you do it. So you Mm -hmm. listen to 1 Thessalonians on your way to work. Then on your way home, you listen to 1 Thessalonians. Then the next day you listen to First Thessalonians. You say, well, I, I start to get bored by it. Well, then you have to, as you're listening, you have to get a, a pattern that you're searching for. So let's take the book First Thessalonians. It's an interesting book. Uh, one of the things it starts off by saying is it starts off by saying, work is produced by faith, that the action we take is produced by faith. So as you listen to it, Try to listen to every single thing the book has to say about faith instead of trying to listen to the whole book. Think about sports. When you watch soccer, football, basketball, um, gymnastics is a good one, okay? Ice skating. Usually we're focused on one thing, maybe two, but not everything. So let's take ice skating. Mm -hmm. If you're watching ice skating, you're not watching the skater and the people who are judging it and trying to watch the person who's commenting on it and trying to watch and see what the spectators are doing in the stands. We don't do that. We watch the skater. Well, in the same way, when you're reading your Bible, instead of trying to figure out, well, when was this book written 
and who is this book written to and what does it say about faith and what does it say about righteousness and what does it say about relationships? I don't know many people who can multitask mentally enough to be able to cover everything. <laughs> so what you're trying to do, uh, Pete Maravich is one of my favorite basketball players. And one of the things I learned early on from him is they had a picture in a book written about him that showed his legs getting knocked out from underneath him. And as he was falling, the writer said, pay attention to where his eyes are. And you could see him falling, but his eyes were riveted on the rim. They wow. like, he nice. didn't have any concern about the fact that he was falling. They were riveted on the rim. And so I want to encourage people, whether you're looking at an audio Bible, a DVD Bible, you're able to read print fine, and whether it's a physical print Bible or it's a, a digital Bible. I like Takarda. I use Logos Bibles, and uh, I've, I've tried to help Takarda with my own little inputs. But I think if you, if you listen to all of those, everyone, whether it's audio or print, you're trying to find almost a stream of consciousness in your life where you're focused on one thing and you're trying to get that out of the book. And so I want to encourage people that anyone can get inspired about reading the Bible, but we have to work really hard to help them uh, with that. Does that, does, that, does that resonate with either of you guys? Oh, yeah, that totally resonates because there's sometimes I'll actually listen to the audio Bible maybe as I'm driving uh, somewhere and sometimes what's interesting is sometimes I'll, I'll catch some things in the, when I'm listening. And then I love the fact I can re replay it again or replay yeah. that part. And um, the other thing I notice is, you know, I can get like the scripture talks about being proud. Like there are times I've read something, but then when I listen to it, it's different. Like I new things stick out that I wouldn't have caught um, from reading it. So I, I love the whole audio Bible thing. Cause I just, um, you know, we listen to music, I listen to news, but listening to the Bible, it just becomes a, it's just a part of my life. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and Mike, you, I think have tried out this, is it the Streetlights Bible? Oh yeah, that's cool. Uh, yeah, I've tried a, a different, yeah, Streetlights is a pretty cool thing to check out. You can check out their their website or their their podcast. Um, I like creative things like that. If you don't know what the Streetlights is, they uh, produce uh, basically reading scripture to, you know, background music, like just like a nice beat or something. But it's it's done with a sort of uh, uh, freestyle kind of cadence or, or spoken word kind of cadence, you know, so it, it kind of like helps you hear it in a different, I don't know, necessarily a different way, but it might slow your mind down. Like when you were talking earlier about... Uh, you know, uh, focus, right? Like there's the 50 different things we could look at at, mm -hmm. at one time. That, that kind of jumped out at me because sometimes my mind's like, okay, do I have to like dissect everything in this passage? Like, what's the thing I'm supposed to get out of this? Or, you know, I have like voices in my head of like, am I, you know, what am I supposed to be doing with this passage right now? And sometimes I, I can overthink it instead of just read it and like allow it to hit my heart. And sometimes doing things like the audio Bible, the, the street lights, or I've even watched, uh, you know, videos from Bible projects, another cool resource. They have uh, really cool like animations where they just sort of visualize the Bible. Um, and you know, like these are different translations are good too. Like I've really got a lot out of the easy to read version, you know, something that I can just, uh, um, you know, I'll read that. I've read that one day, just a, a translation that, that allows me to kind of understand it, like on a more emotional kind of connection level and then you know switch to the amplified version the next kind of reading and then it, it sort of so, so let me ask let words. me ask a question so are you you kind of you kind of sound like you've run into some of those challenges with keeping reading vibrant what oh what, yeah what are yeah, the yeah. things that 
that maybe you can tell people about that make it difficult to just pick that book up and just read it? Because I think the tendency is we want to be, you know, we're all judgmental to some degree, but we want to be judgmental right. and we want to say, well, you're just not working hard. I, I, I mean, I probably said <laughs> right. that to people, you know, and yet <laughs> it's not always that someone's not working hard. Sometimes they're right. like, I, I was a reader from very young. So I'm not good at diagnosing why someone might not want to read or what the deterrent may be or what the stressor may be. Uh, and I don't right. think, it, you know, the, I, for instance, I can read, but I, I'm not a math, I'm not brilliant at math and I'm a disaster at art and music just, they, music tries, to, when I listen to music, it wants me to stay out of it. So just please just listen and don't yeah. don't sing along and don't play along. I tried to play yeah. the clarinet and the guitar when I was young because my sisters played the clarinet and the guitar and it just created a lot of stress in my home having to listen to what I was doing. <laughs> uh -huh. So everybody's got different abilities and talents, but I'm wondering what you can say to the audience, Mike, about like, okay, if you're feeling this emotion or if you're going through this when you're trying to read the Bible, don't get discouraged. Try, you know, this is why you want to try different things. Yeah, yeah. Well, first of all, I didn't know you tried guitar before, so that's good to know. I did. I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep that, keeping that in my back pocket. Yeah, you don't want uh, me up there with you. You might, you might retire on the spot. You might just yeah, go. Yeah, well, this guy's doing a level of music that that Prince couldn't get to. Right. No wonder he kept it to himself. He even didn't want me to feel bad. Uh, uh, yeah. No, I, I think there's well a couple of things come to mind. I guess when you say that, like one is like there's the the sort of clutter part, right? Like the clutter of my heart, the clutter of my mind, uh, you know, doing this parable series, that was, you know, Ray's going to talk a little, you know, another point about the parable of the sower. Right. And that was, a, that was actually very helpful for me to read what Ray put together and even think for myself. Sometimes like when I'm really unaware of what's going on in, in me, it, it just kind of makes it hard to do anything. And it's the Bible, but it's also, you know, talking with my wife, it's uh, trying to pay attention to my sort of, you know, bills and stuff, you know, like yeah, when I just, yeah. when I'm really distracted and overwhelmed, like anything's going to be hard to, to come in. But then I also think, you know, like, um, you know, uh, Russ, you put out a piece uh, a few years ago at this point about how to have a quiet time. Uh, we'll put the, we can put the link in the show notes, mm -hmm. but uh, it was really good because one of the sections you put in there was, uh, you know, creating a sacred space yeah. for yourself when you're trying to spend time with God. And I've definitely found like, you know, putting myself in an environment that's, you know, conducive for, you know, study for sure, but also unique to me, like in my personality, I guess, you know, the way God made me. So, you know, I, you know, waking up early helps because uh, it's quiet. My daughter hasn't woken up yet. It's usually still pretty dark. So it's quiet. So, I mean, jazz music helps me a lot, like instrumental stuff mm, without words, yep. mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So like uh, just put on some kind of blue, uh, you know, and just like let that go. And then my coffee, like I know maybe those those, that just does it for me. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I get in the zone, you know? Yeah. And uh, things like that help. I mean, I, I think nature helps too. That's a little harder to bake into the daily routine, but the days that my wife, Amy, and I can get out and, you know, maybe go outside for a walk or whatever, you know, in the trees, like that, that stuff just, you know, does something for yeah. us. So I, I know like there's daily routine realities and then there's also just finding the ways to get creative every day. I think, I think it's really important because then with like with anything, you just kind of, you know, you could get, I could get bored at work if I'm at my desk in the same way in the same time. It seems like we have a, um, we, we, we did a, a short on how to create a sacred space. We did. Yeah. Maybe yeah. we should put that in the that. link too. So people yep. can watch that and take a look at that. Um, yes. You know, there's some scriptures I'm going to just hit everybody with out there, drop out there for people to think about. And I just want to read through them. And then after I read through these scriptures, maybe you guys can make some final comments and 
just, you know, my hope is that people will listen and get inspired to say, you know what, I'm not going to let myself be defeated about reading the Bible. And and I, I would say that one of the casualties of the pandemic has been that it, in many people I've discussed and talked to, it's it became more difficult to read the Bible. I, I, I think it's for the reasons you said. There's so many worries, so many fears, so many stressors. It's a funny thing about all of us as human beings, but in our stress and anxiety, I know in mine, I tend to want to run and solve the problem. And, right. and, and, and then the tendency is to want to hurry through the scriptures. Or I think even with people who don't have a lot of experience with the scriptures, there's a tendency to think, well, how is that going to help me with my with my electric or gas bill today, how is that going to help <laughs> me with my um, uh, a grandma, uh, a granddad, a uh, mom or dad who's isolated and you know at under threat of of catching COVID or having some other problems that go along with aging? And so it's easy, well, like you said, Mike, to just be bombarded. Or if you're a young person, like a teenager, you're, you're you've been cooped up, locked up for two years, and so. It, it it sitting around reflecting. I think probably a lot of teenagers in college. I've been reflecting for two years, <laughs> uh, and I want to go. And so suddenly it, it, the Bible gets dropped aside. I like what you said, Mike, too, about music. I do the same. I listen to music, and. I will only give out my playlist uh, if if people pay cash money. I don't just I don't just you don't just have the, you can't just have the magic. You can't have the secret sauce without a little cash transaction taking deep place. Deep spirituality premium. Uh, yeah. That's exactly right. You know, fifty five dollars a minute. That's what I'm saying. But no, I I, I really think people ought to create a a, a a playlist of music, and if you can afford it, and they're cheaper now, they're not inexpensive, but. Get out and get some noise-canceling or noise-isolating headphones. It's a tremendous investment, especially if you have kids or you have a lot going on or you're working from home. And people may look at the price and go crazy. If you get on Amazon, you can oftentimes find really uh, inexpensive ones, but it, it's worth it. Or just get earplugs, just the plugs that can go in your ear that just keep all the sounds away. There's a lot that can be done. Let's hit some scriptures, and then we'll get out. Joshua 1.6, I picked the contemporary English version on that. It's speaking to Joshua, and Joshua's going to take over from Moses as a leader. And interestingly enough, these first two passages, Deuteronomy 17, 18 to 20, New Living, is to a leader, and Joshua 1.6 is to a leader. And I think if leaders don't read the Bible, if, mm. if people who lead and influence parents, uh, coaches, whoever you are, uh, ministers certainly— uh, if, if people in the ministry don't read the Bible, they can't expect to infuse inspiration in the hearts of those who listen to them. Long ago, Joshua 1, 6, long ago, I promised the ancestors of Israel that I would give this land to their descendants. So be strong and brave. Be careful to do everything my servant Moses taught you. And listen to this. Never stop reading the book of the law he gave you. <laughs> wow, there it is. Day and night, you must think about what it says. So it's not just in the morning. A lot of us, I, I read my Bible this morning. No, he says, day and night, you must think about what it says. If you obey it completely, you and Israel will be able to take this land. So he includes with reading the Bible that you read it day and night, and he includes obey it. And that to me is the lost teaching, <laughs> you know, that, that, that <laughs> oh yeah, uh, it, it only works if you obey. It's like if you read instructions or a diet book uh, <laughs> or, or how to put together your kids train at Christmas, 
<laughs> but you don't follow them, then nothing happens and changes. And Josh, in I'm um, sorry, in uh, Deuteronomy six six, it says, "Keep these words that I'm commanding you today in your heart." So it's not enough to have the word in your head. Deuteronomy six six, New Revised Standard Version says, "Keep these words that I'm commanding you today." in your heart. So part of reading the scriptures is reading them from your heart. In Jeremiah 36, 23, in the NIV, one of my favorites, where the king, he cuts out the parts of the Bible he doesn't like. Wow. And so we have to be careful when we're reading to say, I'm only reading Psalms. I don't want to read Galatians. I don't want to read any book that's going to make me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> right, and I'm only reading right. I'm only reading the Psalms, you know, that make me feel comforted. I think we all need comfort. I need some comfort right now. <laughs> but we have to be careful that we aren't cutting it out. Right, Thomas right. Jefferson was known for doing that. He went through and blacked out the parts of the Bible he didn't like and all the miracles he didn't believe in. Uh, Martin Luther was known to have gotten rid of the book of James because he believed it was in faith alone. And James talks about you have to have deeds to go with your faith. So we have to be very careful not to look and say, I'm uncomfortable with that. I don't like that. I don't understand that. I'm going to cut that out. Hmm. And then in 2 Timothy 4, it kind of sort of sums up a couple of things here where it says this, and it's a well-known passage. In 2 Timothy 4, 1 through 5, the New Revised Standard says, in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and in view of his appearing in his kingdom, I solemnly urge you, proclaim the message. This is the New Revised Standard. Proclaim the message. Be persistent, whether the time is favorable or unfavorable. Convince, rebuke, and encourage with the utmost patience in teaching, for the time is coming when people will not put up with sound doctrine, but having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers to suit their own desires and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander away to miss. As for you, always be sober, endure suffering, do the work of evangelists, carry out your ministry fully. One of the most important passages in Scripture is Paul wow. telling Timothy, when it all comes down to it, if you stop teaching the Word, and by implication, if people stop reading the Word, all of this falls apart. And I want to encourage people to make sure that wherever you are, your home, your friends, your church, ask the question, or uh, do we still believe in the power of reading scripture? Mike and Ray, I'll give you the last word on this, and then we'll close down this episode of D Spirituality Podcast on the power of reading scripture. Man, I love these scriptures. Um, you know, the thing that stood out to me was not just reading it once a day in the morning, because um, I think sometimes the morning times is usually mm. when the least number of distractions or pressures hit. It's usually during the middle of the day or even in the afternoon. That's right. <laughs> That's what yeah. I'm just like, oh my gosh, I'm just reacting to life and everything. And I think those are those moments where I actually need to take out my audio Bible on my drive, like so we were yeah. talking about earlier, and just, okay, let me just take 15 minutes here just to get myself re-anchored here in just the, the scriptures. Or even pulling out my phone, sometimes I'll be waiting in long lines and I'm just like, mm. All right, let me just pull out my phone and and that's good. And what I found is sometimes I remember those moments more than just even that morning, uh, because the scriptures 
it actually it, it spoke to how I should be handling or responding or seeing a situation. Um, and I just remember there are times where me and my wife were fighting. <laughs> there were times and we'd be like, all right, let's. And my wife was like, hey, I think you need to read the scripture. I'm like, I don't want to read the scripture and I want you to read my mind and argue my point, you know? And yeah. And I just remember yeah. those moments when you talked about don't just read, but to actually obey it and do it. Oh, that's when I'm like, oh, that's the scripture actually helped me see like, it's not about you, Ray, or it's not about the situation. There's something you're missing and it would actually yeah. kind of be a compass and kind of reset me in, in, in seeing the right thing or focusing on the right thing. So those are the things that hit me the most. Yeah, I, I like the, uh, you know, you, I think it was the Deuteronomy 6, uh, when you're talking about uh, reading from the heart, yeah. I think making the mm-hmm. connection, I think the, the head and the heart, I think uh, it made me think, man, when those two are both activated, mm. it's like, it's beautiful, right? It's a great, oh, right. but I think I, I can usually uh, miss the heart one. Heart one's the easy one to drop, right? Because I think what's cool, I mean, the Bible is a fascinating book and working on this parable series was actually I was getting really excited by the, I'm like, man, this is, it, it just kind of opened my mind to uh, just seeing things in a different way, really just appreciating and like being in awe of Jesus and a lot more in his teaching style, his artistry, you know, his, his, his ingenuity, but you know, like, but I can read stuff, read the commentary stuff, you know, and, and kind of stay in the head kind of space, yes. you know, going like, like, man, this is really fascinating stuff. But like you said, like the, oh, right. The doing stuff yes. about that part, you know, and I, it's very easy for me to, to, I mean, I avoid, I'll, I'll avoid passages too. I kind of know, you know, you, you read the Bible long enough, you know that was where the, where the hot spots <laughs> where are. Where the landmines are. I ain't going yeah, exactly. in there. I ain't going like, in there. Which, whoa, whoa, what chapter are we on? Uh-oh. Yeah, you these. Know, yeah. That's all, we have time, that's all we have time for today. You know, so I, um, I'll, I'll definitely be there because I know it's going to force me to, to see something. Even when I'm in my hardest spot, there's some scripture just so in your face, you that's, know, it's going to- That's excellent. You know. So, so yeah, I th- but when those two are both there, like, man, I'm, I'm wanting to see my heart and I, I'm not going to shy away from my emotions. Plus I'm seeing all the connections and stuff. And, you know, and that's just really cool. Um, well, thanks a lot, Mike and Ray. And remember those who are listening, this is the spirituality podcast. The next episode you listen to will probably be an introduction to the parable series. Make sure you check that out. And the parable series will be released in the days to come. And another thing is don't forget this. It's the job of psychologists to teach psychology. It's the job of philosophers to tell us about philosophy. It's the job of scientists, physicists, chemists, astrophysicists. It's their job, astronomers, to tell us about science. It's the job of doctors and 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 professors of, 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 of medicine to tell us about medicine. And in the midst of all the news sources and the journalists telling us things and the politicians telling us things and the musicians telling us things and the, the, the artists who are entertaining us by acting telling us things, we have to remember that all that that is their specialty and expertise, and it should be the faith of the Christian and the leaders of Christians who are the ones who are always pushing the word, inspiring the word. And so when we're out there, we have to make sure, are we reading magazines, watching movies, listening to music, and not listening to the scriptures? Well, it's not just that we hurt ourselves, but we're contributing to making society a place where the word of God is absent. And so part of reading the scriptures is to transform our own lives, but also part of reading the scriptures is to help the world be a more hopeful, happy, and spiritual place. Thanks for listening. Thespirituality.com. You can find tons of content there that will support 
uh, this idea of reading scriptures and the power of reading scripture. You also find show links in, uh, in the or links in the show notes that talk about uh, the different things we mentioned earlier about having a sacred space and how to be able to get yourself in a place where you can actually be quiet with God. And you can do that in the morning. You can do that in the afternoon. You can do that at night. Thanks for listening. And please share this podcast with other people as well as if you don't mind, give us five stars wherever you listen to the podcast. If you do mind, still give us five stars and be merciful. <laughs> Thanks a lot for listening. This is D Spirituality and we're out.